This is Action Talks. Get pumped. What's up, guys? This is Action Talks. My name is Seth. And my name is Aaron. Today, we have a guest. You want to go ahead and say hi? What's going on, guys? Anthony Vaughn here, uh, founder of Cognizance Capital. All right. Right on. Hey, it's really good to have you on here. Um, do you want to tell us really quick about, um, about what Cognizance is all about? Yeah. Um, let me actually, right, uh, this is a little bit weird, but I'm going to actually read it directly off of uh, something I just updated because I heard a very interesting perspective about what I do from someone else. So kind of give me this. Cool. Uh, so Cognizance Capital, very quickly, guys, is a company that provides content thus making organizations cognizant of the latest and most efficient processes that correlate to success. So uh, very simply put, guys, I look at myself like a teacher. Um, I'm not necessarily a business coach. I'm not going to give people uh, X's and O's and uh, promise that certain things are going to happen. But pretty much what I, we do here at Cognizance is we collect a lot of data, a lot of research, a lot of content. And we deploy that content to our clients. And what we hope is that they take that information and move fast. Um, the clients that I'm referring to is the entrepreneurial space. So we work with network marketing teams um, uh, that are in you know, Jeunesse, Vima, uh, a couple other big brands. We work with startup organizations within their first 18 months of operation. And then finally, we work with aspiring entrepreneurs that are just thinking about being an entrepreneur. Um, and... Yeah, so we give them a lot of content around high return practices, cultural leadership, a lot of the mentality um, around entrepreneurship opposed to the tactics. So, uh, yeah, that was a long rant, but there you go. Right on. Well, that's a very, that's a good way to describe it. Um, So what's, um, I guess, what caused you to want to be on Action Talks? Hmm. Um, I like your brand. Uh, I, I... I'm really big into visual, how it looks. Uh, I think you guys have a, a very interesting style. I think it's consistent, which is, is key for brands. Um, and then most importantly, I'm going to be very transparent. Um, you, you have to get your business out there. You have to push it out there, whether it's um, you know me working with you guys more exclusively and we're figuring out how we could help each other or just me doing the podcast. I, fig- I, need- I needed to figure out a way to continually push myself into a space where more individuals knew about who I, who I was and what I was doing. Right. That's, that's exactly the truth. And that's, that's funny you say that because it's sort of been the past couple of weeks, we've been thinking the same thing about well, well, who do, whose podcast are we going to be on? How do we push the podcast and how does Action Streetwear grow? Just like how you're thinking, how does Cognizance grow? Um, and it's sort of about, I mean, there's... Um, there's, there's there's different levels of of hustle, I guess you could say, and there's mm-hmm. just and that that's definitely one of them. You know, it's one of the parts of it. One one thing one thing that I will say is that something I realized with you guys is you know obviously you can tell uh, not all the time though uh, the certain levels because I've had people say think that I was at a higher level. I've had people say that I was at a lower level, um, meaning you know I guess financially or the attention graph. But at the end of the day, something I learned. I guess from one of the hottest entrepreneurs right now, Gary V, is that um, it doesn't matter who they are, whether it's one or two or seven or eight, and whether you guys have 10 or 20 or 30 listeners, that counts. You never know. Again, like I said, you know, every time I talk to somebody, I want to work with their business. I don't care what it is, whether it correlates to me making money in the present time, whether I can work with somebody and make money on the back end, or whether it's just a relationship. 
you just never know what can spawn off from that relationship. So I pretty much take every interview, every meeting, every anything. It, it really doesn't matter because you just never know. So I think that's a good thing. Um, let's. Do you want to give people a little taste of like some uh, some of your content? Like what? Um, we have some uh, aspiring people, aspiring entrepreneurs listening. What would you say is a, a really crucial first step if you think you have what it takes and you want to start something like a business or something? Let me take my gum out for this. This is going to be good. Because uh, I think we talked about this when we had that pre-talk. Uh, and I actually just made a video about this. It should be dropping soon. The very first step, right? Because you, you, you get that question all the time. The very, yeah. very, very first step, I think, is uh, they first need to understand the science behind your brain. So I'm going to make it very simple because I don't want to bore the listeners, right? Um your subconscious mind, we talked about this, controls 90% of your actions. you got to know that. So whatever is programmed in your brain, your memory banks, will control your thoughts, your actions, everything that you do, period, end of discussion. Um, how does information actually get programmed into your subconscious mind is your experiences, the people, the sounds, the smells, the things around you, right? Very simple. Um, so the very first tip I would give is – a 19, 28, 25, first time you're an entrepreneur understanding that they don't know shit. Like they don't know anything. Yeah. There, there's no way on God's green earth, unless you happen to be Gary Vaynerchuk, we talked about where you were in the entrepreneurial space from seven until 41. There's no way for you to understand business. There's no way for you to understand relational intelligence, emotional intelligence, all these variables that we keep hearing. There's no way. There's just no way. It's done. Get that out of your head. So the first step would be to realize that, understand the subconscious mind, and then go out and get yourself mentors, and then also um, collect a lot of data, a lot of research, a lot of books, a lot of content. Just that. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, just that. I say 24 months. I, yeah, I, I really would say 24 months. like that, And that's a bare minimum. Mm -hmm. Like, think about it. Like, because your brain naturally is not designed to be an entrepreneur because there's gonna be so many things that go wrong so many oh, yeah. so many times <laughs> that you're gonna fail so many things that are just gonna yeah. screw up and you literally will go into a depression mm -hmm. I, I, it's happened like you literally will be like oh fuck. like like what's happening i don't know what to do right. right yeah and that's because you're forcing it your brain is trying to force it. you're trying to go things off your prefrontal cortex you're trying to force it out because it's not naturally programmed in there the reason why Tony Robbins and Grant Cardone and all these guys are crushing it because it's literally who they are. Like their neurons are connected that way. That's They are an entrepreneur, period, end of discussion. Yeah. So in layman terms, take 24 months, study a lot of content, mm -hmm. not only personal development content, sales, anything you, you think you may need for your particular product or, or niche or whatever it's going to be. Get that content and then also put yourself in an environment that is um, – entrepreneurial-esque, if yeah. you will, that will kind of allow you to get the experiences to get programmed in your brain. Hope you guys understood that. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Would you say, um, I know like that's a huge thing is a lot of people are like, well, I want to start a business, but I don't know like how I do it. Do you think that anyone can train themselves if they, if they really want it? Do you think anyone could train themselves to become an entrepreneur? Or do you think like a lot of people say like you're born with it or, you know, like what is your opinion on that? 
I think literally anybody, like, I mean, unless, and, and no offense to anybody, because I know, unless you have a, 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 a retardate, retardation in your mind, like, unless yeah. there's, like, something wrong with your brain. Yeah. Literally, I think anybody can learn. Mm-hmm. Because, That's again, cool. I mean, it's broken down to a science. Your neurons are connected by thoughts. Yeah. That's it. So, right. I mean, if again, if you don't have the content of entrepreneurship inside of your brain, then there's no way. But once you do, then you have a shot. Yeah. You can, you know, I, I wrote a piece on you can adopt creativity. I know the reason why, dude, I, I'll, I'll never be on the street corner. I'll never be like in a position where I don't have any money. Why? Because I uh, adopted creativity from my mother. I used to watch my mother just figure it out. Right. She yeah. just figured it out every time. And it wasn't that I just adopted it naturally. It was that my brain, my body, my environment, seeing that all the time, I picked up that context. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And my do. brain eventually was like, okay. This is what creativity looks like. I'm yeah. going to be able to utilize that in my life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so yeah, literally anybody. I, can, I think can that's. An I think that's a really good point, point. Um, and I think that a lot of people who are either it's it's if there's if there's opposites on the spectrum, there's the people who are absolutely <clears throat> slaying it that say, you know what, you either are or you aren't. And they say that because they've just always been in that space, just like you said. Yes. And so to them, it makes sense because they have been their entire life. But if you were to flip it, just like you said, well, what if the like the guy who's 58 and just I sent a couple packages off today, the guy that put the stamps on it behind the counter, who's probably been working at the post office his whole life, you know, he's and he's there every single time I go in. Um, and he's 58 and he's all about the comfortability. I'm sure he drives a very average car, probably a very average life, which is fine. Good for him. Um, you know, he's stable or whatever. He's contributing to society, all that. But what I'm saying is that he has never probably done anything great. Uh, like on, on like a, on a truly macro scale of greatness. I don't think he's ever achieved anything great. And that's because he probably was never raised around it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, and it's that it goes back to that exact idea of like, I, I, I always butcher this. I think it's Einstein. I don't know exactly who said it, but someone said once your brain expands to a higher level, it can't go back to its original state. And that was a very, yeah. very paraphrase, but you get yeah. the idea. Um, and it's super popular, but, and that's very true where like in high school, I was just fortunate enough that my parents wanted me to go to a private school and so I went to a private school in a, uh, I would say probably upper middle class area. And because of that, a lot of my friends' families had a lot of money. And so I just was yeah. around things like, um, like four, five, eight Ferraris or like things, you know, things like that, that were And th- this wasn't like my circle until I went to high school. I had two or three friends whose families were just loaded. And so I'd go over to their house and they'd be like, you're like, are you kidding? And so for me, I'm like, what, 14, 15. And that's when it started to shift where I'm like, Oh, you know, cause for me, yeah. it's like, oh, well, you know, you get up, you get, you grow up, you go to college, you get a mortgage, you do your thing, you have a family. And I was like, oh, okay, well that looks really nice. And then I realized like, so I could do more than this. Okay. And it's that exact idea of like, once your brain is expanded to that, it just can't go back. And so I would argue, and this is another thing too, is the other postal service guy at the other end of the counter, someone was trying to tell him where something was like directions. And he said, oh, it's over by the Porsche dealership. And he was like, uh, I don't know where that is. He like had no idea. He didn't. He, and the Porsche dealership is like on a huge main road. It's it's it says Porsche and red letter. You can't miss it. And he just didn't know because he's never even looking for it. He doesn't. And for me, like I could, you could point out the Porsche dealerships in most major metro areas. I probably know where they are because <laughs> yeah. I'm always on Google. I'm yeah. always looking for that, you know. Yeah. And like, um, and that's just that difference. And so it's just the mindset, and that's huge. And I think that you're right. Where if you if you put yourself around 
uh, potential greatness or around the things that you want. It doesn't have to be Porsches. If you're really into like fishing gear, you know, you go to Cabela's or, yeah. or um, Gander Mountain or something all the time and you go look at outdoor gear, well, your, your brain's going to be expanded to that. No matter yeah. what level you're talking about, if you put yourself around the things that you want, that's as simple as that. You're rewiring your brain. You're telling yourself yeah. what you're going to get, you know? And so if you, if, if you want to become an entrepreneur, if you want to build a business or whatever, just start flooding your brain with business material, with entrepreneurship-like things, with all of that. And it's amazing what will change. And, and, and one thing that I want to say to uh, – because I really believe that you guys at some point uh, may get in the conversation to have – Gary or some people like that hear this podcast at some point in life because I'm doing my very best to make sure Gary hears this message. Yeah. One thing that I have to zing him on because he likes that word zing. Oh, yeah. I have to <laughs> zing him on this. I have to. You, you, you can't say that entrepreneurship cannot be taught or you go. He made he made a comment in a hmm. joke saying, what are you going to teach me how to run a business? What are you going to teach me how to be an entrepreneur? Yes, that can happen. Yeah. Now, now, I Right. I'm not a business coach. I say that all the time. I'm not like like, for instance, if I had you guys as clients, I wouldn't say do this, do that, do that, do that. I guarantee that will come. Mm -hmm. That's the model of a business coach. Right. What I do and what people need to understand for that first step of being an aspiring entrepreneur is I'm like a teacher in school. I deploy content. It's your job to come to class that day and ace the test. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, it's on you. Right. But the content I gave you. It's going to give you the best shot to, mm-hmm. to ace that test. Yeah, and so I think that that, that can be that can be sold. I yeah. think, and that should be sold. Right, but the guarantee should never be sold because the guarantee never. doesn't exist. Exactly, and the, that, guarantee the guarantee comes down yeah. to a the desire. Like, if I were a client, the desire of me, how bad I'm going to hustle for it, how bad I'm going to work, and even then, it's not guaranteed because you don't no. know what's going to happen. And so, I agree. And something else, though, that I want to say on top of the Gary thing is that he does say it can't be taught, whatever, whatever. And I think that it can be taught. But I also think that there's a degree of natural talent that can't be taught. Like, um, or that even if it could be taught, the ROI just isn't there for it. Like, if you are, like, let's say if I were to be taught to be a, a figure skater or, um, or yes. a, a football player, A, I don't really care much for figure skating, but even if I really did... Or like with basketball, I've been playing basketball a lot lately, like the past four or five months, uh, we go to the gym and shoot hoops all the time. And it's like, I just don't, I wasn't, I wasn't raised shooting hoops. I'm 6'2", so I guess I could do okay. But in the NBA, A, I don't have the genetics. I'm not 6'7 or 6'8", and I don't have this absolute burning desire. But beyond all of that, I really don't have the natural talent. It's like, oh, hey, spin a basketball on your finger. And I'm like, uh... I, it would take yeah. me a while. It took me three months to be able to do around the world, and <laughs> and which is just pathetic. And like, and that's not even on a full size court. That's like a silly like gym size court. And I'm just thinking like, I I love it, so I'm gonna do it. It's a lot of fun. It clears my head. It gets me moving. But I suck at basketball. And yeah. it's that natural talent thing where if I had all the natural talent in the world, I'd be doing pretty okay already with all the hours I put into it. And it's like, there's the big difference there is that a lot of people try and pursue something where they just don't have any talent in. And that's yeah. a big mistake a lot of entrepreneurs make or wantrepreneurs or whatever. 
is that they make this mistake that I can do everything and I'm supposed to do everything. I hate taxes. Most people do, but I really, numbers and accounting and taxes, I'm super bad at. I'm really good at content production. I'm really good at talking with people. I really like mm-hmm. uh, the creative process and creating shirts and all what all of a lot of facets of Action Streetwear and what I'm doing. But whenever the quarterlies come around or whenever things like this, I just look at it and I'm like, God, I just don't want to do this. So that's going to be the very first area where I really start start putting in money where I'm going to take cuts out of my paycheck to hire an accountant or hire someone to work for me for that because they're going to get it done. And I just don't want to. And that's an extremely important thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I think, I I guess I think the last thought on that, um, the last thought on that would be this. You you made a good point about the return on the investment. Um, I've been talking a lot about also about truth and what I mean by that is, 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 is being honest with yourself about where you are and also the amount of time you're willing to put in and then also realizing the, the, re, the, the, the return on that investment and, and when that may come. So, again, I think naturally, just, just based off the science, the way the brand is designed, anyone to some degree can learn anything yes. and, and become great at anything to some degree. But like you said – like for you to play at Steph Curry's level, <laughs> right? Technically, <laughs> technically that's possible. Technically, your muscle memory and your brain, all that could happen. But, dude, that may take like, I don't know, ten years of playing basketball six hours a day every day. Is it really worth it? Right? Do I? And so, it comes down to everything from like, do I care enough to? Which no. And um, <laughs> but if I did care enough to, well, by the time in tw- I'm gonna be thirty two. I mean, how old was Kobe and he just retired? Is he, He's not even 40 yet, is he? You know what I mean? Uh, no, so 30, then, 37. Right. And so there's that that interval. So there's the thing there is that, A, I just didn't start young enough. You know what I mean? Yep. So I'm at this point where it's like, okay, well – you do hit a point and with it's like it's like the idea of like becoming a formula one driver well i'm you got to be like five or six years old and start racing then you know what i mean or even like it's like a 40 year old being like i'm gonna be a starting lineman for like the seahawks you know or whatever and it's like well here's you're not gonna you know and it's and it's the brutal truth and there's the whole idea of you can do anything but time is a massive factor in that time is huge it gets ruled out i think that's where self-awareness comes in is a huge thing because you can be if you're self-aware you you have that ability to be like okay i like this i'm good at it and i have enough time into it i can improve all this stuff someone without self-awareness might might like to be like okay i'm going to become a something and waste their time yeah. in something that won't pay off right yeah yeah and so it's and, just um, yeah oh go ahead no i was just i was just thinking about it um yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I forgot what I was going to say, but you're right. All good. <laughs> um, I know, like, with a lot of, when I'm looking at people on, um, like, some music stuff, I'll look at people uh, at, like, bedroom producers and people, because I do music, they'll, they'll put up tracks that they're convinced are flawless. And you hear mm-hmm. them, and they're not flawless. They're, like, not good. And... And you try to like help them or help critique people. Some people are savage on the internet, but you know, and then people are like, well, I'd worked really hard on it. It's really good. And then they don't feel the need to improve because they think that they're, they're like, well, it's good. Just other people don't understand. It's like, no, like when I put out even like five years into it producing, I was like, okay, there's still like, it's pretty good, but it's not 
right there yet. And that's like people, that's where the self-awareness comes in, knowing that there's like what to learn and where to go. Mm. Just like, what do you need to do? And being humble or like being like, okay, being able to identify that spot, like yeah. problem areas. Yeah. That's you, you brought up something interesting. That's actually what I teach when I go over like the behavior change aspect of my courses and like the content I produce is that the first step is of being aware that that is a behavior flaw because I, I, I explain it like this naturally. Okay. Let me, where's my books at? There they are. Uh, all right. I got one here. Naturally it's, more beneficial for me to take this book, this Tony Robbins book here, mm-hmm. and read five pages a day for the next two years. Yeah. And and be comfortable with that because there's no accountability structures. There's no one holding me accountable. There's no one critiquing me to see if I ingested the content. It's harder, though, for Tony Robbins himself. Seriously, it'd be harder for me, as much as I love Tony Robbins, to say to Tony Robbins to come to me and say, hey, I will teach you the context of this book for let's say $150,000. Let's say I had the money. Naturally, the way the human beings are designed, it's harder at times to say yes to that, even though we know inside of our hearts that's the right thing to do. Okay. And um, there's, there's a lot of data and a lot of science. I'm not going to get into it, but simply put, that is a flaw. That is an issue that stops your progression, that stops your growth. So I think the first step is realizing that is a flaw in all human beings. We need to all be honest about that. I'm sure with you and with you over there, brother, I'm, and definitely with me, I know there are times, <laughs> I know there are times where we have realized that we probably could have gotten a lot more help, but yet there was something inside of our brain that said, I want to see if I can get it done by myself first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is the, I'm going to make a statement for anybody. That is the worst plan. That, 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 that is not a good plan. Get help. Anybody. Get help. <laughs> like if you need and, help, and, get it. <laughs> yes. And, I get that all the time when I'm trying to, you know, propose a deal with someone. They're like, you know, everything you're saying is great and your content is amazing, but I kind of want to see if I can learn as much as I can on my own first. And I, and I think, and I said, huh, I know about behavior change and I know about the brain and human beings, but like that still is the most idiotic thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> right. Like it does not make sense because we see things, people in my position from a different angle than you. Right. Not only do I have more years more time and more content than you. I'm just a different person. I'm not emotionally invested in the business. So I can just look at it at a completely different angle. Yeah. Same thing with Phil Jackson. I mean, it, I mean the list it. goes on and on. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's like, if you were to put it in like a car perspective, I'm a, I'm an, I'm a car enthusiast. And so like, like it's the other day, um, there was a lady that was out of gas on the side of the road, for instance. And I just was like, I'll pull over. And I had gas cans in my garage. It's really close to my house. And she's, and I found, figured that I was like, okay, cool. And then I was like, uh, Oh, well, I, I can get some shit. Oh no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And it's like, Oh sure. Well, so whatever. So I went and did it anyway and just do that. Or it's like, you know, fill up her gas tank and then just like, Oh yeah, cool. Cause she needed help. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's like, if, if you're the lady on the side of the road, who with no gas and someone comes along and goes, Hey, I got a couple gallons I can give to you for free and I'll be on my way and you'll be on your way. And you go, you know what? I would rather walk to the gas station and buy my own gas can and buy my own gas and walk all the way back to my car. It's like, no, you would say, yeah, of course you would say yes. It's like, Hey, I'm offering help to you. Well, duh, you're going to take it. But for some reason, when it's not in such a practical example, like such a physical example, and it's a brain thing, people just don't, they just don't have that. They're like, nah, it's like this pride thing almost. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And it's like, dude, if you could skip ahead and it's, uh, I don't know. 
It's, and I understand the importance of failure. I'm not saying that you should, that, and I'm also not saying that any kind of help that you receive will suddenly make you failure free and you're going to be perfect and all this. Hell no, no you're going to fail like crazy still. <laughs> but like, because failure is very important, but if you can minimize the setbacks and, and, and minimize all of that, well then to, back to the whole ROI thing, well, you've just increased all of it because now instead of yeah. 14 years and you make all these mistakes, it's like, Oh, four years and yeah. now you're killing it. Right. Yeah. You're, you're literally, you're literally going to fail regardless. Yeah. Period. You're, you're, I always say you're going to bust your head against the wall regardless. Oh, yeah. There, there is no way regardless is going to happen. So please, that's that's what, that's what the – for the original question of how we spawned off this whole conversation here, that is the first step. Get mentors. You know, d- Get a lot of content inside of your brain. Ha- put yourself in a lot of situations and experiences that are entrepreneur-esque and realize and understand that when you actually build that business – that was like the last part of it. Don't start the business until after the 24 months. In my opinion, I know we kind of talked and it's some people say, that maybe, well, you should start. And I know there's a little bit of a different you know, perspective on that. Sure. But I would say just just because I felt I, I felt that pressure, I felt the depression, I felt those variables. I, I would say the, the only reason I think I'm still I'm still going at this point is because I did give myself about an 18 month period of time right where i just ingested a bunch of content and then my experience were and when i say build the business let me make this clear i'm kind of jumping around but when i say build the business i mean don't ask for money oh yeah that's sure. what i mean like like I, I i was building the business but i worked with like 75 people for free mm. like just like free and i'm actually going back to that model in a second i'll talk to you guys about that later if you want to pose that question but uh yeah, just because I wanted to experience it, my brain needed to register that data. Sure. I needed to, you know, b- become comfortable with that. So yeah, that makes sense. That's good. Yeah, I think man. that um, I think that that's kind of you need to just you need to understand, and that that comes back to knowing your place. Like what you just said is like where it's like you know what, like if you are in the really building stages, I've worked with a couple people in the past few months that are like. I mean, very clearly in beginning stages of, of their journey and their business. And it's like they're asking premium pricing for this stuff as if they're just going to go think that they're on this like millionaire pathway for like tomorrow. And it's like, mm-hmm. look, 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 like you just can't ask premium pricing if your services don't match up with it. Like you have to yes. you have to know your shit. Like you really have to have the um, ha- have the. I don't. I'm, I can't blank it on the word, but the um, clout, I guess, to, to back up what you say yeah. you can do, and it's the yeah. same thing. It's like with Action Streetwear. I get people because you know the whole thing is like to help helping young people and whatever, like you know, like just to realize that, like you know, kill your excuses, all of that. And I get a lot of people that will message me and say, "Hey, I've got a clothing company too," or "Hey, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm a skateboarder and I'm trying to, you know, transfer over into the clothing or whatever it might be." And they're asking for questions, and there's no way I would ever dare to ask them for money. But of course, I'm going to send them a response and help them out as best as I can. But yeah, the thing that I will always preface it with is like, look, dude, like I'm, I'll help you as best as I can, but I'm not an expert, man. Like I'm, I'm also pretty young along my way, but I'm, I'm a little bit further along than someone who's never started. You know, I'm up 18 months, two years along than that. 
And that that's very helpful for someone like that. And so my advice to them, they're like, wow, this is so great, but no way I would charge for it. Cause I'm, I'm no Tony Robbins. Like you said, I, I'm no, that the guy, Steve Mayer, agent Steven on Instagram, that guy's a boss and he can charge, I'm sure for everything. Cause it's worth it. Or like Warren Buffett, what is it? $15,000 for lunch with him. He'll do every year, raffle it off for some charity thing. And the price goes up every single time. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, because that's worth it, but I'm, I'm not that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't even yeah. charge five bucks for advice right now. And I shouldn't be doing that because I'm not, it should be free anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So far away. You got a question, Aaron? Um, let's see. Um, I'm like blanking right now. What do you have, um, in terms of like, I guess, experience with, uh, with like making serious money. Cause I know you said you made some pretty good money with your first business venture. Um, yeah. what did you do? Like, like when you, like you got like the biggest check ever, like, like what did you do with that? And, and what's, if you maybe did something dumb with it or if you did smart things with it and I get, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, so for whenever yeah. like, you get like your first big check, obviously you want to go be an idiot with it and go kind of stupid and, and yeah. spend it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, I got a good answer for this. And again, this is just data information that I've collected. Um, so I'm actually, I'm going to, I'm going to answer it in a, in a weird way. And then I'll eventually get to the core of the answer. Uh, um, so I guess the second step kind of, I'm dancing around the second step cause I'm dancing around cause I, cause I'm actually creating a show right now that gives a practical step one through whatever of how you should become an entrepreneur, whatever the case is going to be. So I guess the second step kind of dances between awareness and also uh, value. So let me explain. Okay. My highest value right now is my girlfriend. Okay. And my family. Uh, my mother, my sister, and my girlfriend are kind of intertwined as my highest value. Okay. So values, guys, for anyone that's listening that will be listening, values very simply means the shit that you do every day. Hmm. Your most consistent actions, period, end of discussion. So if you tell me that being a hustler and being an entrepreneur is your most consistent, is your highest value, but your most consistent action is hitting the bar Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights and pretty much taking away 20 plus hours away from your business practices, (laughs) that is not your highest value. Going to the bar Mm -hmm. is one of your highest values. Exactly. Since I said those are my highest values, Anything that I make money-wise, the first thought, the first thought that comes to my brain is not to feed my business. So mm. no one take that advice from me. Okay. Remember, I'm not a business coach. I just deploy content and hope you guys move fast on it. So that is not a good thing that I can teach. Okay. Now, that suffers. That, that, that makes my business suffer. Right. So understand that. Okay. So like my highest value is my family, my girl. So any money that I get, that's the first thought that comes to my mind. How can I help them? Right. What can and, I do for that? Right. Now, that does not correlate to building a big business. That does not correlate to crushing it. So the first, the second step, I guess I would say, is people need to understand what their values are and the values that they need to adopt in order to make their real goals come true. Because in any marketplace, any business, there's a certain amount of hours that needs to be allocated in order for that to get to another level. There's right. a certain amount of dollars that has to be allocated in order for that to get to a certain level. And if you don't put those dollars and you don't put those hours, it will not happen. Correct. It's like a recipe. Bottom line. 
Yeah. It won't happen. The only reason why Tony Robbins, the only reason why Gary Vaynerchuk, the only reason Grant Cardone, I can go on and on, are massively, massively successful is because of the pure hours and competence and dollars they're dishing into their business. Yes. When Gary didn't have a lot of money, he was dishing a substantial amount of hours. Right. He still does immense amount of hours and dollars. Yeah. I think right? Rosie said he spends like eight grand plus on Facebook ads every single day. Probably more than that. Incre- yeah. So That's a lot of money. His, his <laughs> highest value is not family. Yeah. As much as that may seem like a zing, and no. he could say that to my face all he wants to say. If he said that to me, I would be like, you're a liar. It's not. Your highest value is traveling around the world 70% of the time. That's fair. And I think that I think that I I I I think that like with what you said too about your highest value being your girlfriend and your family, and then just being and that's what Aaron said too about self-awareness and just being okay with that. That's the biggest thing. Like people, a lot of times in the entrepreneurial space and in the business world, air quotes uh, for that, it's just like they they want they, everyone wants to be the guy in like the Louis V jumping out of their Ferrari, right? Like, and and everyone just has this like picture in their head of like I'm the biggest baller there ever is, and so because of that, they end up lying to each other, lying to themselves, playing themselves over and over and over and over and over. Whenever it comes to this subject, and whenever they would just be much happier if they were completely okay with the person that they were, and it's like you know what, some people like what what really makes them tick, and what what makes some person like you know what, this is my favorite thing to do. Is like to go golfing on a, a Sunday afternoon, come home and spend a lot of family time, you know, or and do all of that and have like that kind of life where they're like, you know, I go to work, I do about eight hours of work or so, maybe more per day. Um, and some people a lot less. There's some people like with Tim Ferriss, he's a really good example. He's got his deal going on and he makes his money um, through different channels. He's doing quite well. I think he has over... He's got almost 100 million podcast downloads for all of his episodes or something. It's, it's ridiculous. And he makes plenty of money off of that. And with a lot of that money, he goes to on trips to like Malaysia and goes stand up paddle surfing or he'll go to like and just go explore the world with his friends and like just truly. And he's like, well, I was meditating the other day or well, I went on this crazy fast. And he's all about like the intellectual mm-hmm. growth and all of that and could really give a shit about like the whole Gary V. Madison Avenue, super crazy 18 hour day hustle. That's not him. And that's OK. The whole point is everyone has their different thing. And even Gary Vee says that all the time. He says, be you, do what works for you. The only reason why he's doing what he's doing is because he's just documenting what he's doing, which is natural. And it's what everyone I think, yes. should be doing if they just want to share that with the world. And if documenting what you're doing is like, well, you know, I watched Netflix for a few hours today um, and then went to work, uh, you know, or whatever. And then got back home and went to sleep and watched some more Netflix. It's like, dude, if that's what makes you happy, like for real, then do it. And like, don't listen to the people that like, don't watch Netflix. Like, okay, don't watch Netflix if you want to be like a really high achiever. But if you want to be yes. an average achiever and that makes you super happy to, to be that, to make your salary, I don't know, between 30 and 80K a year and to live in like your, your normal house with like your normal car and do all of that. Good for you. Dope. Do that. Now, you know what I'm saying? Now realize now again for the tip that anybody's listening that now realize this now you played you just touched into a whole bunch of topics that I work on in the coaching now now, now realize this when you come to someone like me or you say it to yourself or your mom or your dad or whoever I want to make two hundred thousand dollars in profit in my business okay now realize again there's a certain amount of hours a certain amount of money that needs to be allocated to achieve that mm-hmm. now, like you said before. You have to be comfortable 
with a certain value that you have and know that it doesn't correlate to making that money. Now, you can reverse it. You can adopt new paradigms and adopt new values. Now, again, you have to be comfortable with that adoption. Right. Now, how you do that, the tactic, everyone's like, what do you mean how I adopt it? It's very simple. You look at a Grant Cardone, you look at a Gary Vee, you look at a Tony Robbins from afar, and you study them and you figure out their practices, their daily actions, how they do their copy on Facebook and Instagram, how they do their pictures, how much time and energy and money will it take to get all those variables, how much, you know, like everything that makes up who they are, figure out how much time and money are going to take to resemble that. Once you do that, then you'll clearly see, oh, shit, my values need to completely shift. Mm-hmm. Now, again, that's only if you want to live out that dream that you already stated to yourself and your mom and everyone that you said. So how does this correlate to money and business? Because I get I get zinged all the time about this. It correlates to business because if a CEO and executive makes $500,000 a year and their values correlate to them working eight hours a day and not putting any more action in on the weekends and they reverse their values and now they're working 12 to 13 hours a day making more money. They're pushing more money into their business. Their business grows. That's how it correlates. That simple tactic, in my opinion, is a million dollar, million dollar tip. Like right. that, you can take that tip and explode your business with it. Right. A simple just reverse of your values and your paradigm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think that you you make a good point, you know. It's it's just about the it's it's about where you put your time, obviously, where you put your money. Um it, that it really just comes down to that, man. And, and a lot of people think that they can get at everything that they want all at once or everything they want without just putting in the time and putting in all of that. And it's just wrong. And it's like, dude, if you just are and, and they also think that there's like this, um, it's like they get rooked into this. It's almost like this peer pressure whenever they get on the, like the success pages or whatever it might be. And then they go out and, and do something that's just not themselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, and, yeah. and that's also a part of finding out who you are is to try things and go, Oh wow, that really wasn't for me. And that's fair. Like that happens. Mm-hmm. Like you can do that. But as soon as you figure out it's not for you, be okay with that, own it and go and move on. And then you'll just live a way happier life. And it's, and that's what it's all about anyway. I mean, if you look at anything that these, the super top achievers are doing, well, the reason why they're in that space is because that's really what they love to do. They really love to work 18 hours a day. They really love to, to do all of this. And the money truly is secondary. Um, I mean, these guys would do this if they didn't have any money, they don't care. It's, it's what they were built for. Um, so just do what you were built for. You know, you can't take a, a Corvette off roading. You know, it's not yeah. built for that. Just like you can't really have fun in a pickup truck on on a track. You know what I mean? For like road racing. There are certain trucks, like like a, a lifted pickup truck or a Jeep. You can't have a lot of fun on a road racing track in one. You know, get the Corvette. Do what you were exactly. built for. Exactly. And, and, and everything that we're saying right now is uh, all about respecting the process. I scream heavily about this. Um, and, and, I, and I've been posting a lot about it. I've been talking to my clients a lot about it. It's about respecting the process and finding the process. So that's where guys like me come in. That's where um, putting in the mental the mental action. So let me, if you, if you wouldn't mind, guys, I, I'd like to kind of touch on that. If that's okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Mental action opposed to uh, opposed to um, actual action. So guys like Alex Morton, guys like Grant Cardone. Shit, guys like Gary Vee even talk about it, um, taking massive action. You just got to hustle. You got to get it. You got to move. 
and people take that tip and do a lot of dumb things and <laughs> just move. Now, let me be very clear. I was one of those people to get back to your answer. I mean, the first the, the first question, actually, about what did I do with that money? I moved, 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 took massive action. It was not competent. And when I made the money, what I did was trips to New York, a car, dumb stuff, like yeah. things I didn't need to right. answer your, to finally answer your question. Right. Um, it was actually back-to-back trips to New York, um, like four or five grand a day Oof. for like three or four days, just dumb stuff, like just dumb, idiotic things. Yeah. Um, now, hold on, what was I saying? Um, Mental action. Sorry. Mental action. Now, now, mental action comes into play like this. You can't just take external movement not having any clue what you're doing. Now, you can if you want to get the short-term dollars. But what I'm starting to realize is that when you put in the mental action, meaning just studying, sitting back and modeling the market, like like literally getting your phone out, and if you can't afford a copywriter, modeling the copy of a, of a, of a company. And anyone that doesn't know what copy is, it's the writing over top of a video that that kind of intrigues you the headline right yeah like modeling modeling the copy taking your time and looking at it no matter what you're in if you're in music if you're a consultant if you're in clothing modeling the competition keeping your eyes open observing that is called mental action that's movement that's For right me, if someone spent 18 hours a day just modeling i wouldn't be mad at them because if they took action on the data they collected from that modeling the next day they're going to crush it yeah. Or, or the potential of them crushing it goes through the roof. Absolutely. So, so please, guys, don't just start taking massive action. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to utilize practicality and keep that nine to five for an extra six months while you sit in your ass for 18, for, for 18 to 20 hours a week at a Starbucks and you're just studying and modeling the market so that when you do take your action, you're a little bit more competent. Right. I, I, I think that's a huge like, tip. Like that's probably the biggest one I could ever give. Yeah. Is that people it's jumping into it before you really know what you're doing. Um, which is part of it. But I think that, um, it's, it's all as part of it. And I think that jumping into it, it, that includes with, with sitting in the mental action side of things, as opposed to, you know what? I got five grand in savings. I think the best thing for me to do is to buy $5,000 worth of t-shirts and call it a t-shirt company. It's like, okay, well, how are you going to pay for, I don't know, the packaging to ship them? I don't know. How are you going to pay for the website? How are you going to pay for any kind of advertising so anyone can hear you and you yep. see who you are? And then now you have a box, boxes of $5,000 worth of t-shirts in your room. And it's like, wasn't the smartest move, was it? But if you spend that time and, you know, or whatever, or you say, okay, well, and you just, you write it all out and say, well, I want to do this. And maybe you get a really tiny batch of t-shirts and you spend, I don't know, 250 to $500 on like 20 or 30. And then you post about them and whatever. Then a people think that they have to go to like these big Chinese wholesale companies and get like a a shipping container dropped off of these shirts. And it's not the way it works. Cause first off, no one's going to be that interested in the first place. Cause there are about 10 million clothing companies um, Mm -hmm. with people that think they can sell a bunch of clothes. And secondly, no one's going to know. So like my, my first t-shirt run was like, I think 20 shirts and I put it up there and then, and they sold out in like a month and a half. And so off of that, I was like, wow, guys, hey, we just sold out of our very first run of t-shirts. You know, this is a huge deal. And I was like, wow, you sold out in six weeks. That's, that's really good. You know what I mean? And it's like, 
guess what? There were 20 of them, you know? (laughs) And, and, but, but they think they're like, wow, damn, you know, and everyone gets so blown away. And the thing is you pay for the next run of t-shirts whenever you sell those 20, you know what I mean? And then I, some of my own personal money and I ante up and maybe get 10 more, you know, just, and you just increase it little by little by little by little. And that's how it works, man. Like you don't, Coca-Cola didn't have the same distribution they do now, you know, even 50 years ago. No way. You just ramp up. It's just the way it goes. It's just progression. And it's like, everyone wants to jump in and do it all at once. And so with that, I disagree. And I think that you should not, go all in and I'm doing everything all at once. It's like, well, do you even know what you're going to be doing? Like step by step. Exactly. Just like how, like with the gym, you can't go deadlift 300 pounds your first day at the gym. You just can't, you (laughs) know, you, you won't in fact. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, you just have to build up to it. Everything, everything you got to build up to everything. And, and, and I'll say this, you know, it's, it's, this stuff is this stuff. It's a lot of stuff we're talking about right now. You know, this is hard to really understand and grasp. You know, so and I guess I'm kind of talking to myself because I'm looking at my notes. You, this is a, this is a lot of shit you got to remember. A lot, of, a lot of things you got to do. A lot of it's hard, man. Like it's a lot yeah. of mental things you have to go through. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm saying it to myself. I'm, I'm saying it to anybody's going to listen to it because they're probably thinking, like, "Damn, that was like a lot of stuff. There's a lot of content." <laughs> And yeah, it is. It's a lot. Um, but again, it's a lot more natural right now than it was for me 18 months ago. Um, then it was a lot more natural than it was for me when I very first started. Um, so, you know, just go back to the very first tip, which is the subconscious mind. And that the more that you learn, the more that you program, the more that you really, really, really get ingrained, it's just going to come naturally. Um, because I don't feel that you should force anything because you just don't get enough productivity out of forcing things. Right. True. That's yeah. so true. You, you just don't get enough. Yeah. You, you just don't. And no one, um, no one, no one could, could try to make a case to me of why I should force myself to wake up at four fifty in the morning mm-hmm. and put in 20 hours a day because I can show you a lot of data and I'm not a big data guy, but I've actually turned into respecting the data your productivity is decreasing yeah. by the hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're tired, you're dead. Your brain's not ingesting anything. There's a lot of memory that needs to be plugged. You have to ingest a lot of content. You have to memorize, memorize a lot of shit. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? If you have to remember it, you have to, you know, something has to happen for you to be productive. And so I, I would say, don't force anything. Yeah. Just, just, just take your time. Uh, I, I'll give you guys a little secret. Um, and again, I've been talking a lot about this. I always have that nine to five right here in my back pocket. I always keep that number one speed dial just in case I need to go back to practicality. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, I guess, leads me to the, the free model I've been talking about. Yeah. I heard Gary say, if you want to have more respect, you want to have better distributors, better clients, better whatever, go back to the drawing board and start utilizing transparency and honesty and value and giving yourself away your product away your time away for free so i think everybody once you start making money in business you're at a certain level so let's say i'm at a four out of ten my clientele that i have my content i'm I'm, I'm strongly considering going back to the drawing board going into hibernation mode amping up another level of content so that i'm at like a six Mm -hmm. and so that when i come back out 
I'm, 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 I'm connecting with like seven and eight entrepreneurs and saying, hey, I know you don't know who I am. I know you probably don't respect anything that I do because I haven't built a $10, $20 million company. But guess what? Just give me one of your network marketing teams or let me work with your brand new startup as one of your performance coaches and kind of just work and help you guys build your culture and your leadership systems. I know you're, you're hiring a few people. I'll do it for free now with back-end incentives. All right, mm-hmm. so if it works in 60 days, 90 days, 120 days, I'll get this dollar. If it doesn't, you never see me again. But one thing I do know, even if it doesn't work, they won't forget me because of my passion, my intensity, and I know my content is on point. That's right. <laughs> that's no cockiness. I just know it. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. That's right. That's right. That's so, what, yeah. That's a drawing board I'm considering, and I think everybody should consider it. Yeah, for sure. That's where we're at with Action Talks, and that's like I would never – I would a I, I would no matter how popular it gets I'm never going to charge for it we'll, we're never going to charge for a podcast I don't think that's even right yeah. but the whole point of putting out free information free content is that it's like look this is what we're doing and that we're not trying to be coaches I know like I'm I'm no I'm nothing even close to that all I'm yeah. trying to do is say like look guys here's where we're at this is what I'm doing every single day free have it I don't care and so it's exactly what you were saying and it's that it is that passion and that intensity and that drive and that's really what's going to pick up steam and it's the idea of leaving the short short-term dollars on the table now for long-term dollars ahead for sure um you i want you guys i want you guys i guess to, to ask a question man what do you would you guys have any questions that are i guess correlated around you know your business your brand your brain your mind something that some of the i guess the viewers could listen to or and, and uh take away but something you guys personally want to learn from or, or learn about mm, that's a good point do you hmm. think about like what because we got we obviously have steps to take for action street where we're still um, I'm guessing, I think, I think a big part of what we're looking to do is build those connections. Like, I think when we talk, we're like, okay, the idea is solid. The stuff is there. You know, this, this, we're starting content. Obviously it's not a huge database yet, but yep. we're starting. We, when we, when we talk about it, it's there. And so I think what we're curious about is where do we go next? And like, who do we talk to? Who do we, how do we present ourselves in a way that people will take us seriously? That kind of idea. Um, who, who's your, who are, who are your guys? Who do you want to wear your clothing? The best way I can put it, and it's, it's, a, it's the term that we have on all of our shirts and term that I've made up, excuse killers, that whole thing. The best way I can put it is, is excuse killers, people that, that, that have excuses in their life and they understand them and they, they shut them down and they take action anyway. They, they do what they need to do anyway. Um, it could be, for yeah. right now, I would say the main demo is essentially between 16 and 25 um, people who just like, I have, there's a girl in, um, uh, I shouldn't say girl. She's mid twenties, but she's in Texas. A, and woman. She's an, a woman. Yeah, exactly. And a she's lady. a, uh, she's an MMA cage fighter, um, in Texas. She wears action streetwear. Um, and there's a guy, he's a bodybuilder in Southern California. He wears action streetwear, like that kind of a thing, like where it's like, they just get it. And they're like, Oh yeah. Like, Taking action, you know what I mean. That have you guys? Okay, I I mean to cut you off. I'm just thinking here. Have you? Are, I'm so I'm thinking. So I guess I'm gonna pose a question and then kind of try to make a statement at the same time. I, my my tip, my first initial gut reaction tip would be um, modeling. I don't know how many you've modeled yet. I would say like like literally, dude. I'm three years deep. 
and I'm still I'm still looking for. I just um, the Entourage is a company that Gary Vaynerchuk did an interview with. Um, Jack, I forget his name. That company is out of Australia. I'm modeling the hell out of them. I'm modeling their copy right now. I'm modeling their presentation. I think Jack uh, needs to stop though because he has a show called Ask Jack B, which is come on, bro. Um, don't 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 do that. Don't yeah. try to bite like. But it, it is it is so anyway. Um, yeah. Hmm. But I'm modeling them. So I would say, like right now, I fa- I have found twenty. 25, I would say, I have to look, companies that I model. I would say start finding more companies that you model, but then also here's a company that I want you guys to model the second we get off. And if you already found them, I want you to dive deeper. You ever heard of uh, LiveFit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Randall and all those guys. Gotcha. Yeah. So what have you have you modeled, modeled them or are you looking at them like, oh, that's cool shit? Um, started off looking at them like, oh, that's cool shit. Um, and then dove sort of skin deep, uh, but haven't really gone super deep into it. I sort of went, uh, went onto Randall's page and went into sort of his story, went into the whole, you know, the about page, simple, simple, simple stuff. So what I would do if I was you guys, uh, the podcast is already great. The content is great that you're, you're building that up. I would start considering like literally copying their model where they've separated their business into sections. So they have sponsored athletes. So I would focus in on one first. So I'm trying to work on that right now. So for instance, for pure cash, I'm looking to get uh, four network marketing teams in my ecosystem. I, I'm, some of my teams are kind of their, their accounts are about to run out. So that's I'm trying to make sure my brain is that that's my sole focus over the next 90 days. Because I know if that happens, I can take that income, I can take that stature and build that onto something else. I think your guys' sole focus should be um, building out the type of divisions in your company you want. And I think if bodybuilding is something interesting for you guys, I would look at literally modeling the hell out of him and his company. And I would have sponsored, um, I'm sorry, this is so bad. What's the name of your company again? Action Streetwear. That's horrible. Action Streetwear. I got it <laughs> in my head. I would, I would have an Action Streetwear sponsored, you know, I know he's retired now, Ronnie Coleman. You right. I mean, yes, you know, I do. And, I do. And literally, I don't know how much money you make at your job. And, and I, brother, I don't know how much money you make at your job. I would double down on the money you make at your job. I'll pick up a couple more hours and I would deploy free shit to them. And then also, here's the generosity and curiosity and all that stuff thing. I would then build an actual relationship with them and don't become a coach and annoy them, but try to figure out some context of their life and figure out how you can help areas of their life that has nothing to do with the business relationship. You know, it's actually, it's funny that that you mention all of that because that's actually the exact route we're going. Um, This whole past month, that's exactly what we've been doing. In fact, my Instagram profile, I had my own like name and now it's turned to AXN, just abbreviate, you know, the whole AXN STWR Action Streetwear thing. Well, now mine is AXN Seth. And then Aaron's is AXN Aaron. So it's Action Aaron, Action Seth. And like, and so that's the whole mindset and that's the whole thing. And I'm actually making moves with a few of the people that are wearing Action Streetwear um, who I've sort of put on. Like they've, they've contacted me and said, hey, I really like the idea of Action Streetwear. Um, like, and so I've sent them a couple of free things like like the, the lady who's the MMA cage fighter and the guy that's a bodybuilder. A couple other people that are in, um, in that relative space. 
um, and then musicians as well, people who are um, just on, who understand the vibe of action streetwear and understand like that whole thing. And that, that it sort of is the next move is sort of saying, okay, well, hey, so for this many shirts or for, you know, like whatever it might be or this many shout outs or posts or blah, 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 blah. And I'll give them like a, like the coupon code. So like they use like, like if their name is like, uh, like Judy, like action Judy at, on checkout, we'll get you uh 20% off. Right. Um, Judy's a really fifties name. I don't know why that just popped into my head, but <laughs> let me, let me ask you guys this real quick. I mean, cut off. Let me ask you this. Let me, um, let me kind of. Fucking zing you. Yeah. Let me, let me let me let me stab at you real quick. Sure. What's uh what's stopping you guys? And and the answer probably is nothing. Um and this is nothing, you know, mind blowing. This is just a tactic. What's I again I d I don't know about the, the MMA or the bodybuilder. I don't know which one you like more. And I hope they don't hear this and, and don't give the answer, actually. <laughs> right. um, yeah, yeah. Whatever one you like more. And also, also, also Whatever marketplace, whether it's the music, the bodybuilding, or the MMA, you feel can thrive a little bit faster. And if those people have connections, like if she has a couple other MMAs or he has a couple other bodybuilders, then what's stopping you? Again, I know it sucks. Again, I don't know. I, I if I was you, I would just dump as much money and just give everything away. Right. Um, like, like forget the code. I know that code. That's a good tactic. Don't get me wrong. And, and, and I know what I'm saying is going to pretty much segue to losing money. Oh, sure. Um, but uh, I would give it away and then, and then build an entire culture system. And I don't have time to get too deep in that, but, but pretty much a culture system where they are and the people that they've connected you with are your main priority. Right. And everything about their life, you're doing whatever you can in a practical sense to make their life amazing. So one little tip is that if he's drinking a certain sort of um, energy drink or, 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 or muscle, whatever he's drinking, it may seem a little awkward and weird, but it's such a great culture tactic. I would then just randomly send him just a couple bottles or a case. Like, hey, bro, I love this shit, man. Keep it up. Just, yeah. a, just, a, just a tactic. No, yeah, man, that's not weird dad. at all. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That's, that's definitely it. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it just connects them into the action streetwear culture so that if someone's like, hey, what shirt is that at the gym? They're like, man, he bought me 35 Red Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell this person just, all about action streetwear. <laughs> just because. And, and, and what will happen is it will then give you guys the right, in my opinion, give you guys the right to then um, ask for that type of money that I know you guys deserve. Um, and then it will just, it's, it'll push you guys in the, in the position to have a lot more um, options of, of sponsoring athletes. So I don't know, again, I guess to boil it all down, I don't know what division the first one would be, um, but I would figure out that division, uh, figure out that person that is in the division, go all in financially and emotionally all in on that person and like, get it in your head. That's something that I do a lot. Like I ponder it up. I like, get it in my head. This is what's going to happen. And just go all in on that individual. I like that. That's a really good. Build that division out. That's yeah. good. Awesome. So it we... doesn't correlate to money mm-hmm. now. It's that long term. Yeah, it's the long game. I'm all about that. Absolutely. I'm not. Action Streetwear, last December, it sort of clicked in my head that it's like, okay, this is a long game play. Like this is not a short term money maker, money gainer kind of thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is a, this is like 
10 years, you know, five years, 10 years down the line is what this is going for. So I, I'm on, I'm on page with you on that for sure. Yeah. And then, and then I'm sure there's a couple avenues that you guys know about where you can get some of that, that, that short term money. I know there's a couple avenues, a couple people, a couple of tactics. I'm sure you guys know of where you could get that little bit of that 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 twenty dollars short here, that forty you know that forty dollars sale, that 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 a hundred dollars shipment, whatever it's going to look like. Keep doing those. So I would between the two of you guys, I would split my time. All right, so you, I'm you're going to focus on some of the short term earnings and do this and do that and make sure that we're pushing on that just so we can get some money because that just naturally makes you feel good. And if you feel good, your brain's going to work a lot better. Right. And then, but the long-term jeopardy, I would dish it over to him or vice versa and say, dude, get that division going. Even if we have just have one person, get that division going. Let's build an entire culture system in place for just him and his guys, knowing in our minds that we want to, we're going to have four or five or six of those people. Um, if I got to pick up a couple extra hours at work, that's what I got to do. If we got to lose money on the back end, that's what we got to do. But at the end of the day, it's going to work out long term. And it's just going to make you guys look dope as hell if, like, people are just raving about you guys. It's like <laughs> seven people. It just feels good. No, that's very true. Yeah. Sure. And then them and all their friends and all those circles. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's just the long-term brand building. So right on. Yeah, man. Awesome. Um, I th- we actually got, like, a solid hour in. Do you have – so we're probably going to wrap up. Do you have any, like, final things that you want to say or – Um. Let me see. I, I think um, we didn't get into this, so I guess I'll just give this little last bit. Um, I think just 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 really understanding uh, what a high return practice is once you actually start to build the business. Mm-hmm. And for anyone listening, we just or going to listen. I keep acting like this is live. Um, <laughs> we I just gave them, and I'm sure they've already thought about some of this stuff. It wasn't anything crazy, but it was just kind of reiterating it and kind of making it deeper in their brain. Those were all high return practices. Like okay. that, that was it. Yeah. Like all those are high return because high return is normally correlated to long term. Mm, yeah. And so those, those were high return practices in my opinion. Yeah. And I, w- I would spend all my time trying to seek what I think is going to give me a high return on the back end. There's a lot of people spending a lot of time doing pointless things. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so I, I would figure out the five or four or three or two or one, however many you think you can manage time-wise of the, of the shit that you need to do that you know, without a doubt, if you do it correctly, if your intent is right, will bring you a nice high return on the back end. Right. I, I, I would focus on that, um, I guess, to kind of round out all the tips and the, and the tactics I've given. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Thank you yeah. so much. It's like really helpful. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Thank yeah, you. dude. We appreciate your time and your and your and your input and your knowledge, yeah. dude. It's really good to talk to you. Oh yeah, brother. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Right on. All right. Well, um, we will be this this episode will go up probably in the next within the next hour. We'll we'll be sure and send you links. Um, text us the links for everything so we can copy it for your stuff so we can put it in on our website on the uh, landing page and everything with all the show yeah. notes and whatnot. Um, so do that for us but for right now for our listeners just who are whoever's hearing it uh, where can they find you where is your content most prominent at um, so YouTube uh, at Cognizance Capital uh, Facebook same thing um, Cognizance Capital uh, Consulting and then um, my name is Anthony Vaughn so you can look up Anthony Vaughn V-A-U-G-H-A-N 
Okay. Um, it's the last name. Um, Instagram, uh, Cognizance Capital. Okay. And uh, Twitter at Cognizance C. Um, so that's probably most of the most of the content. Oh, and 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 if anyone uh, kind of read some of my long form content, uh, that stuff is really good too. Okay. Um, uh, so in Medium. Um, on medium okay got on, it on medium at cognizance c as well okay and so cognizance just just spell that out real quick just so that it, you know just in case no one knows yeah c-o-g-n-i-z-a-n-c-e all right that's awesome man hey well anthony thank you very yeah, much for your you. time we both appreciate it very much i'm sure everyone is going to appreciate listening to this yeah. yes sir we'll be in touch uh so yeah i guess just shoot me over a text and everything and then uh, we'll figure this out awesome sure. that sounds great man have a great my one my brother appreciate it all right Peace. bye Awesome guys, thank you. That was a killer episode. Pretty long. I think we actually it's might quite have long. broke an hour. We I might think. have broken an hour. Have we but ever had an hour long episode? We have not. We've had like fifty nine ninety or fifty something. You know, like. Well, we definitely went over an hour. So woo! Episode twenty is over an hour long. This awesome. is good. Um, right on, guys. Well, um, as always, message us with any questions. We love hearing from you guys. All the feedback. Um, 20 is kind of a miniature landmark. 50 is going to be a big deal. 100 is yeah. going to be the biggest deal so far, but 20s, we're out of the teens now. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, this is sweet. Um, cool guys. We love making this. We love making it happen. Yeah. Um, this is Action Talks. My name is Seth. My name is Aaron. Billionaires. We're coming for you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>